0: From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Wilson Chapman. Welcome to PodCulture, a podcast covering the arts on and around Northwestern's campus. When Illinois declared a stay-at-home order to address the coronavirus pandemic, one of the hardest hit businesses was live music. To combat this, many venues have begun livestream concert series to raise money for their workers and keep themselves operating. In this episode, I talk to the people at Evanston's base in Studio 5 about the virtual concert series they launched and their plans for the future in these unprecedented times.
1: Coronavirus hits us and, you know, every place in the world shuts down and now there isn't a jazz club probably in the world that's active right now. And I suddenly realized that I've got 194 performances recorded with great video. And it's kind of a, almost like a snapshot of Chicago jazz in the last five or six years. That was Steve
0: Rashid, founder and artistic director of Studio 5 a performance center in Evanston that hosts jazz performances, dance shows, and film screenings. Studio 5 has been operational for six years, and every performance hosted at the center is recorded for promotional use.
1: So the idea with making some kind of online content was, well, what if we take this and sort of expand sort of what we've been doing live and turn it into something that would be online? So we take highlight clips from the, from the shows that we've done, and then in a Zoom conversation have... The musicians who were involved in that particular performance with us live and like live now. So archival performances, live conversations with the artists who made it possible behind the scenes stories as a friend of mine said it's kind of like live liner notes finish,
2: And it seems
0: that suddenly I become the happiest yeah
1: This is kind of a way that we could engage the musicians with a performance that's already happened and give our audiences something that they could watch. In addition, we added a comment section so audience members can type in comments. We've been charging $5. I put this behind a paywall, but the money that is generated is split between the musicians who were involved that evening and the technicians who are making this possible. And we have incorporated a virtual tip jar so people can tip. They feel like being more generous.
0: Rashid said that the response to the concert series has been great and has shown how many people miss getting to see live music.
1: I think we had 120 people the first time, we had a few less the second time, our first attempts at doing this. I opened myself up intentionally for feedback because I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> quite frankly, I really don't, and uh, because my perspective is so skewed because I'm doing so many things at once when the show's going on it, we are we're making adjustments as we go, but the response has been overwhelmingly positive. People are really. I've been getting a lot of emails before we even did this from people who are patrons of ours at Studio Five saying, We really miss coming to your shows and, you know, just kind of trying to reach out. We have this platform now
0: that people can kind of come together. Studio Five isn't the only Evanston music establishment that's keeping programming active as doors are closed. Venue Evanston Space has started an online concert series called All Dressed Up and Nowhere to Show.
3: We heard from a lot of artists and especially past space performers who were looking for an outlet, not even necessarily to make money, but just to continue creating art and a space for people to come together and experience music together. I think we've all been missing that. So we kind of took the pulse on our customer base and the artists who had played and realized that there was a need and a want for that space to exist, and obviously right now the only place for that to exist is on the internet.
0: That was Christian Mitchell, the manager of music operations and creative services at Space. Mitchell helped organize the series, which occurs every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday.
3: Right now the platform, the way it works is that we have artists take over our Space Facebook page. They're essentially going live from their computers, their iPads, or their phones from their living rooms. but reaching our space audience directly through that platform. There's a virtual chip jar. So while folks are watching, they can make a donation through PayPal. And then we're splitting those proceeds 50-50 with the artist and our space staffs.
0: The first session brought in more than $1,000 in just an hour.
3: Viewership's been really high. I think on the first one, there were about 500 people tuned in at one time.
0: Although the series has helped them raise money, the lack of in-person revenue continues to be a struggle for and Space, and its reopening date remains unclear.
3: In terms of scheduling, we have decided to cancel or postpone all shows through the end of May, which is actually a little bit beyond what local health officials and the CDC has recommended, but we just feel that people aren't going to be necessarily comfortable coming back to live music for quite some time. Some artists have already rescheduled for later in the fall or later in the summer and then other shows we've just outright canceled and we'll work with the artists to try and reschedule at a later date.
0: Space Evanston launched a GoFundMe mid-March, agreeing to match donations to the campaign up to $10,000 to support their workers. This goal was met on the first day. As of April 19th, the GoFundMe has raised more than $26,000.
3: We just feel really lucky to have that kind of support and customer base that's sticking with us through this hard time.
0: First act to perform in Space's online series was Texas singer-songwriter David Ramirez.
2: Where were you in? We lost the twins. I've had a relationship with Space for maybe maybe seven, eight years. I've played I've played the, the main venue and then I've also done really nice intimate settings in the back studio for a handful of folks. And I love that room and Kristen, the promoter, she's always been very kind and hospitable and uh, you know, invites me up. You know, When she was planning this whole thing and getting it all together, she was kind enough to invite me. And obviously I said yes because that whole organization has been very sweet to me since the first moment I walked in that door.
0: For many working musicians like Ramirez, touring is how they make most of their money. Without it, the economic loss can be difficult to withstand. Ramirez was releasing a record in July and planned to tour in the South and in Europe only to have those shows cancelled.
2: There's not a lot of money that comes in digitally with with the streaming sites that exist, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and whatnot. The revenue in which a musician or a band sees from that is, is pretty minimal, but what those services really do offer is that you, know, you don't have to be in a certain city to log onto the radio to hear about a band. So you get to broadcast your music all over the world, which is great, but you have your fingers crossed that as you tour, people show up and they, they buy tickets and you know buy merch. So yeah, without touring, there's no money coming in. So now we're all in a very interesting space.
0: When the coronavirus first hit and venues started closing, Ramirez complained about all of his upcoming shows getting canceled.
2: But then reality hit him. I realized that that's a terrible way to approach this whole thing. I can't complain. There are people going through far worse situations right now, and I'm happy that I'm, you know, safe and relatively sane here in my own home. But yeah, it's a, it's a huge financial hit for sure. And, you know, I'm not Lizzo, you know, I don't have, uh, I don't have that kind of cash, you know, so not, not being able to go on the road right now for somebody in my, my position in the world is, yeah, it's difficult. In spite of the
0: hardships, the pandemic has reminds Ramirez of the value that concert performances can provide.
2: That's why I love playing music as much as I do, because it can bring all, all types of folks together. So why I think it matters now to maintain that is, uh, even though it's not as connected as it would be in a venue, it's still trying our best to maintain some level of connectivity with folks around the world especially in a time where people are uncertain. There are millions and millions of question marks, like how long is this gonna last? Are the people I love gonna be safe and healthy? Am I gonna be safe? Am I gonna lose my mind? There are millions of questions. I think it's really nice to have a consistent presence of like, hey, for 30 minutes to an hour, let's put all those questions aside, pour yourself a drink, and in the best way we can possibly know, let's try to have a conversation. and. You know, play some music and maybe escape for a minute.
0: That's it for this episode of Pod Culture. Be sure to check out the latest issue of the monthly on the Daily North Austin's website. See you next time. This episode was reported and produced by me, Wilson Chapman. He was edited by Molly Lubers, Callan Luciano, and Hina Srivastava. The editor-in-chief of The Daily Northwestern is Marissa Martinez.